0: Integrity, that's called courage. Free up your mind, use your imagination. All you need
1: to know is I'll get you there. Learning. Now that's the stuff leaders should be made of.
2: Welcome to the Open House Podcast. Our guests are our students. Opinionated, daring, and ridiculously smart. They ask tough questions about life and about learning. This podcast is by them and for them. Thank you so much, uh, guys, for joining us for the 16th episode of the Open House podcast. We are in the middle of India's second coronavirus wave and it is really a grim reality. Whether it is people not getting the medical help they need or overworked frontline workers and some like really heartbreaking scenes from crematoriums, it's a truly hard time right now. Many of us do feel overwhelmed when we read the news. And that's our theme for this episode today. We are talking to Meghna, the journalist and author, and two of our students, Kanishk and Zara, about how to consume the news responsibly. Um, Meghna is associate editor at News Laundry, an independent news media company. Kanishk is a proud Bosconian who has a bad hair day every day and loves his camera more than a healthy amount. Zara is in ninth grade and in La Martiniere, near Calcutta. She loves music and is currently learning graphic design um i'll get straight into the theme i mean do you guys feel overwhelmed when you read the news and megna at least for you do you reach a stage where where work seems more tiring than usual you're really too close to the problem
3: yeah yeah i'll let them answer then i'll i'll add to it yeah
2: yeah
1: and to be honest when i flip through those black and white pages every day or scroll any news outlets publications it just gets too much sometimes and i just end up closing that because even though it is it might still be true there's a certain limit to, and that just crosses it sometimes um yeah
0: and i feel that you know if we are constantly you know watching negative news relentlessly put off by negative news then that uh, actually um, it it did affect mine in the beginning of 2020 when you know there were so many deaths and there was so much you know sadness all around so um, you know yeah as as Kanesh said there's a limit to how much we can take
3: I am in news so I mean I am I, in news because I like news and which kind of a person likes news you would ask and that's a very disturbed person that's the simple answer so um, like my news consumption is I mean from when I get up till when I sleep unfortunately um, and uh, most of my news consumption comes from social media like it happens to people our age all all of us actually, Uh, so now there is this term that people use called doom scrolling, right? So whenever you like in a situation of a crisis or whatever, when you're on Twitter and Instagram, you just keep flipping, refreshing to see if anything changes. I don't know what's in the back of your mind that as if everything is going to change after the next refresh and I'll hear something good, but never happens. So we keep doom scrolling. We keep feeding ourselves with news that is quite disturbing and depressing and uh, images right imagery if you are on instagram especially it's more like an image overload also sometimes um so yeah it does get overwhelming but uh you guys have an option i don't, i just wanted to ask uh, one small question to both uh Kanishka and there actually how much on an average would you say you consume news daily just an estimate, like you know, and and I count like doom scrolling as consuming news also.
1: I think around an hour or something, or maybe mm-hmm. two. Yeah. Um, I
0: think around one and a half hours max. If yeah,
3: that's yeah. a that's a healthy amount, right? Actually, I would say that is a healthy amount. But do you guys watch TV?
0: Uh, yeah, but like not news on TV, yeah. TV hardly.
3: news, I mean, TV news no, hardly, hardly. Your parents must be watching it, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Hey, maybe oh, yeah. TV news isn't news, I think we can all agree on that, <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. I was just about to say that, you know, what are we even doing talking about TV news, but yeah, unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, actually, fortunately, more than this, that the younger lot is not much of a TV news watcher lot. Like their parents uh, usually are the ones that are watching TV news. And uh, it's toxic. It can get into like a lot of dinner table conversations that can be awkward.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, is it actually hard um, to keep track of how much time you spend consuming news? Um, and has social media made it harder? because? Otherwise, one would read the paper for half an hour, 45 minutes, and then get on with your day. Has mm. social media made it harder for us to escape the news? You guys want to answer that?
3: Then uh, I'll add. It is
1: kind of true with these, uh, so like this open post thing that a few students have come up with as a student newspaper. before, even in that we try to limit, we'll try, we're trying to limit the amount of news that we publish to the main articles because nobody wants to be overwhelmed with just facts and opinions and facts all the time when they're scrolling Instagram. And obviously this whole scrolling effect, this infinite scrolling has increased our consumption of news. But uh, sorry,
3: uh, Zara, you you add
0: then. Yeah. Um. So basically, you know, these days social media is like a very um, interesting part of communication these days. So you know, when you find something interesting on social media and you read that news and then you and then you click on the channel and then you go, you know, you go further on it and then you go on a tag and then you see what that contains and then you know you just delve into it and you just you know lose track of time. So yeah,
3: um, I, I would actually uh, also like, like to dig deeper a little bit here because I think it's important to also understand what is news, right? So I mean sure like we are on social media all day but I feel like we get a collection of news, right? You know like it's not strictly all of it is news because Especially on Instagram because it's algorithmically driven you don't know whether you're watching a dance video and next thing you're watching Palestinian children die or something You can't tell, right? You know, like what is news or what is, you know, whatever Um, So, how do you define news though? Like, you guys can maybe also like attempt that? So,
1: news is sort of a just information that we like. If we go for something really sh- as a strict definition, it can be classified as sort of information that we can't really see happen in front of us, and we have to rely on other sources for that information so mm-hmm. that, Or anything that has a direct or an indirect effect on us can be considered mm-hmm. part of valuable news. Right.
0: Yeah. So that yeah, that is news, right? And consuming news like would mean that. Uh, you know, you take a sum of information from uh, an entertainment media, or from uh, or from the television, or from or from a bunch of news channels, and that could include reading or um, listening to audio news and stuff.
3: But it, it, it's interesting, right? Because uh, I think you know, I. Uh, like, I come from a time when, like, I feel ancient talking to you guys, sorry. But uh, I come from a time when actually people used to read newspapers. Like, at least I used to read newspapers. Now, I don't hey, anymore. Yeah,
2: I also read the newspaper.
3: <laughs> yeah, but like, now it's more like a digital newspaper thing. I, I genuinely stopped getting newspapers because I realized that when I read the papers the I read online. So, I mean, this pile pada hua hai ghar pe, so why am I wasting this, you know, like, paper, essentially? Um, that was genuinely my logic, you know, bus I already already. So, um, it, I think, you know, I come from a time when news used to come a day later. Uh, so, it's like more thought through, more editorialized, ma- more fact checking has been done on items and, you know, whatever and then it comes on paper. And even with TV news for instance it it was not earlier uh, earlier it was not so that anything that you say goes on TV right live reporting was somewhat introduced into private television but before that they would actually send you like packages like the editorial would get packages where the editor would set kiha yeahy yeah and then they would do a p2c and then it would go and run as a bulletin in in a report right as a report. But now you see everything happening live, everything is real time. There is no way to fact check anything. Um, so now it's it turns out that you know some YouTubers have become news givers. Some people on social media just like tweet like a few lines and like, that's news as well. Then Instagram, if you put up a picture with a caption also that's news as well. So it's very confusing if you get what I mean, right? And I, I think I agree with what Kanishk says that we should just keep a basic definition like uh, of news, which means that information that is uh, useful to you, right? I'm not saying that it, it impacts you, but it's useful to you, right? You know, like if if you get random, you get random information all the time nowadays, but which of it is useful to you and which of it is not is what we need to figure out, right?
2: On that note actually, I mean I uh, when I started like feeling overwhelmed with the news, I just like stopped following uh, news pages on Instagram and I said, hey, I get a newspaper in the morning uh, which gives me like all the national news that I need to know and I get uh, an email from New York Times and that like just brings me up to speed on what's happening in the rest of the world. And then after those like half an hour, one hour, I, I'm not concerned. Um, And that's how I've sort of like controlled uh, my news consumption. My question to Kanishk and Zara, since Meghna has admitted to being like old and you know, uh, being the newspaper reading generation, do you guys read the newspaper? And do you guys like rely on a newsletter uh, and these formats of news consumption? Or is it it just coming from social media? Uh,
0: No, I think I mostly i take news from social media but sometimes it's from the newspaper basically i, I read the newspaper because my mom says that if you want to in- improve your vocabulary if you want to <laughs> work on your grammar you should just, you should just read this newspaper so you like, know practically forced into doing that but you know most of the days is just open google and just you know scroll through the news or go on mm-hmm. this news app or just go through instagram you know you just get everything at want page
3: yeah, that's such a lie though like I mean I, we, I was also fed that lie that you know you will read the newspaper and you yeah. will improve <laughs> your language but like you read, rather read books and improve your language. I
0: exactly. Think, like, read
3: books, yeah. Also newspapers to be honest are damn boring okay. The opinions, the everything is so sanitized and whatever.
0: Yeah, too critical.
3: Uh, no, critical is fine I mean everything has to be critical right you know and, and I, I don't mind it being critical critical but at least make it interesting you know like at least make it you know like relatable if that makes sense so like I mean I would rather read an opinion piece on something like a buzzfeed because it will make more sense because it's more engaging also but this whole uh, complicated language with like prose and with like very uh, complex ideas in newspapers sometimes they are very off-putting like you know for instance i always tell people that um, when when you're when you're reading an opinion column in a newspaper it's like the person who is writing that opinion already assumes that you know the basics a b c d e of democracy right so it's not like for a person like siddika essentially right so who was uh, uh, not uh, not siddika zahra <laughs> zara, sorry uh, it's not for a person like zara who is young and who is just learning about democracy right so but because they already assume that their audience already knows these things they will build up on those complex ideas but there is very rare occurrences where the newspaper is actually explaining right from the beginning how it happened and went till the end but uh, digital platforms do that very more often than not, I feel like. Um, yeah, it's the attention economy, right? You pay with your attention nowadays, where you are bombarded with advertisements and, you know, algorithms collect data so that they can product sell you products, etc. Right? It's the most, most insidious sort of uh, currency that, that, that you can give to any company, which is your attention, right? Um, and that's why we say pay to keep news free because when public-based public is served so because we believe that advertisements are running the roost of news we are saying that public should pay for news rather than you know advertisers doing it right and it it also affects us right so essentially what uh, kanish was saying was very important that uh he prefers to read news in a smaller format right or like a very more engaging format and why would the younger generation into saying, say hey, tu Or whatever, whatever. I don't think anything is wrong in that. I think it's the other way around where the older generation needs to learn how to present news in that way more. Because clearly the younger generation is listening to that more than your boring 800 word articles.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys also, I mean, Meghna had mentioned that hey, you keep like refreshing and you keep uh, scrolling to see if something new has happened. Do you guys also feel the pressure to keep up with what's happening everywhere? Like I'm for example, I'm in Bangalore and my family is back home in Delhi. So I keep checking Bangalore COVID numbers and then I keep checking Delhi COVID numbers. And I feel like I'm just, sometimes it's too much. There was a time when I was also looking at New York numbers and London numbers because I had friends and family there. But now I really couldn't be bothered. Yeah.
1: So yeah, it's just... I just downloaded a few news apps, they just sent me notifications, numerous times I just read the notification again, I just read the short one line version of the news, I did that and just hear the notification or something. And to be honest, once like this whole pressure to stay updated is something that is being quite like quite generalized sort of because a lot of people feel that it's basic isn't a choice. Oh.
0: Yeah.
3: Stay yeah. Fo- so FOMO essentially.
1: Yeah. Fear of
3: missing out,
0: right? Yeah.
3: That's what is happening. Okay. Uh, go on Zara.
0: Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I kind of feel the pressure sometimes because, um, you know, sometimes in in my friend groups, when we have a discussion about something, it's that you know someone someone knows so much and then you are just you know sitting and like you don't know anything about uh, about the subject and you have no place in the conversation so and so you know uh, so i just feel like you know you have to be informed rather than you know wanting to be informed
3: that's interesting so peer pressure based information gathering Mm -hmm. right but but then what sort of uh, what sort of things would you talk about like generally let's say you and your friends are gathered around and talking now there is no gathering around but still you guys are talking to each other what would be a topic that would make you feel that way that you know oh my god I need to read up on this or listen to this more
0: yes so in the beginning um, we, we were having like class teacher period so like the whole class along with the class teacher we would like uh, take up a topic and debate upon it mm. and then she asked me a question so it was basically uh, related to the virus related to all the all the things going on around the world at that time and I didn't know what to answer okay and and then she was like you know you should know this it's going on around the world don't you read the newspaper and then she criticized me for it so that was you know a point when I had like I knew that I had to know what was going on.
1: So this is like something that me and my friends do, like it's sort of like on, on this whole thing. So me and my friends, we just have this group where everybody is. Like we talk on all this stuff, but also when we are scrolling Instagram, we get the Instagram news, those news outlets that are on Instagram. And we send those, hey, I found this interesting. And, and, and many times when we get on a call and we get on to play while we're playing, we just get discuss all this. And this whole digital media has really appealed to people sharing the news more easily.
3: You, you say you play together and then you talk about news. Are you playing online
1: games? Yeah, online games like we play on Discord and then uh, we play a lot of games: Rocket League, GTA.
3: Are you amazing.
1: So you talk on Discord basically. <laughs> yeah, while playing, we discuss. Yeah, yeah exactly.
3: Right. And this is this is something I found. A, uh, like, so I I also have a Discord server on it like also gamers because i'm also a gamer this is very interesting how people hang out while playing and then they talk about like politics or news or everything i'm like guys this is interesting i was like yeah i want to do that too
1: (laughs) it's like the new generation's version of sitting around a table and having tea
3: exactly exactly
2: guys i mean there has always always been a pressure to keep up but what how has COVID sort of changed that? What is the impact COVID has had on this pressure? Uh, is it is it that it has been 5x? Or is it much less or more? What is
1: it really? COVID has this personal x, if you can say, because with Covid, you need to stay updated with the news and Covid is widespread, it's everywhere. So you need to stay updated with the news that concerns a lot of people around you, a lot of family members that might not stay in the same house as you, maybe in another city as Siddhika said or another country. So it's got, sort of made this because up-to-date just because everybody else is up-to-date to a more personal a more connected thing Then I need to stay up-to-date just so I can make sure that my friends and family are safe.
0: Yeah, for me, I don't think it has um, added because, you know, I, it has in, in one way, in one perspective, as Kanesh said, the same way, uh, you know, you need to be updated about uh, what's going on. But you know, even before it, there was, there were like, there were many things going on, and you had to be updated anyway, either way. Okay. So it hasn't really changed much for me. But just maybe a five percent.
3: Interesting, but uh, I mean, I, it also comes to the whole thing about news being useful, right? So like, I mean, as Ganesh said, because COVID, knowing more about COVID is useful to you personally and your family and your. Block. vehicles act etc is not so much useful to you because you don't drive uh, but the people who drive will know that itna itna penalty okay so then they would consume that sort of news right uh, for a person like me who keeps a watch on parliament i consume all the news about laws etc because then that's my job now I want to tell people about it, which is important to them what is not important to them. For CAA, it was very important for minorities to know about it because it was directly affecting them, right? Um, with, with LGBT laws, you know uh, people who are of that orientation would want to know about it. So whenever something personally affects you and information that you need to counter that or navigate that better, I think that is the perfect way to approach news right so but then the important thing here is where is your source of news as well right so essentially i would not really recommend going on instagram and looking for covid news right um i mean i wouldn't recommend it i mean i would i wouldn't like denounce you for it but i would recommend that you know you uh, look at a little more in-depth articles or go to the who website and look at it etc but again that's not very consumable news then Right, so I mean, I don't expect you guys to go and do that, but um, it's it's important to sort of also know for uh, news cre- news I guess uh, aggregators and also writers like us, like journalists like us, that we do reach out to you somehow.
1: It's useless going to this whole seven hundred word article orientation oh. when our target audience, the students, are not willing to read that they are not willing to read paragraph after paragraph just to say that this person did this in this manner. So it was really something that we questioned and then we got a lot of help. So that whole condensing the information is something that we, our team is working on as a priority apart from the whole, because this is a subjective to each and every article. And that's one of the most difficult parts that also we feel is for this new oh. age of news.
3: But video is also important, right? So, like, we also realized that uh, video is obviously having more reach than text. So, now we are... Actually, now that's the thing. So, like, when when we were doing news earlier, we were paying a lot of attention to text pieces and articles. So, we needed editors, we needed fact checkers, we needed all that. Now, we need edit of video and audio and all the equipment and everything. So, uh, when you make it more visual, I think you know, people, uh, especially younger folk, if you don't mind me saying this, um do not really realize how much effort goes into putting out a video, right? You know, I mean because because of say TikTok or you know, because of everything, it's like ha you know, banata. Like, I mean, if I can do it, why can't these guys do this all that same people say that? But uh, to make like a well-produced story, like for instance, I'll just give you one example, small example that happened. Um, last week, last to last week, we were news that 700 teachers have uh, unfortunately lost their lives doing election duty in Uttar Pradesh. right? Um, now, the idea was to capture that because nobody was really reporting on that. So, our uh, reporter Akansha and Shivangi, they both went there and The idea was to show the whole problem, right, that, you know, the administration was useless, the people have suffered, there there was no help given to them, hospitals were in shambles, all of that. So the way to approach that would be find, say, three case studies and then talk about the realising comes in, right, where you find those three people, then you chase them for like a while and then you do it. Then they, that goes to the producer's table. Then they look at the visuals. Ki, huh, this fits in the proper thing. This is the bite that we'll take, we'll take from here, we'll put it there, or whatever, whatever. And then the packaging happens where you know you put names, you put subtitles, you do all of that. Then the reporter on top of it does a VO where she's explaining what is going on. And then it's put out on YouTube. Right? Now that process takes around like an at least a minimum of 24 hours uh, of work right um, and uh, while you do a tiktok immediately um, this requires a lot of time to do right and i think uh, it's important for people for us to talk about it now right and you know, like as news news gatherers and right? new age digital journalists i think it's important for us to talk to you guys about it that this is the Process. Do not think people even know that this happens, right? This way, um, yeah. That's uh, so. Even if you are creating news that is relatable and can be consumed in a bite-sized sort of way, we still have to go through all these processes because otherwise, uh, it won't be real news, right?
2: Do we? I mean, uh, Meghna, for you, like as as somebody who's in the industry um do news organizations seem to like strike a balance between news that is like really distressing and news that is sort of positive um yeah and this is
3: this is a new conversation that i mean it's not new but it has come in recently i know especially yeah. with uh pro government defenders going ki negativity phailate ho positive ke baat i'm like kya COVID positive what are you talking about even positivity rate sure so I mean it's such a bizarre thing to ask from a journalist to be positive you know that is literally not the job of a journalist right the journalist job is also not to be like negative there is no positivity or negativity in news it's just news it's just facts that are coming out, the person who is looking at it will, so if I am showing you that a cemetery is, say for instance in a cemetery there used to be like 30 bodies that used to come in during normal times and now there are a hundred bodies that come in, I am just showing you the cemetery, the line of bodies there, the burning pyres and talking to the guy who is explaining this thing that you know, the guy is telling you it's happening, we can show you the register where it's written that it's happening, right? um now if you consider if you add the positive or negative tag to this that just becomes a little ridiculous right you know this is not negative or positive it's not- yeah, I- yeah
0: yeah yeah
3: yeah I- oh yeah it resumed again okay
0: yeah
3: <laughs> no i was just uh You just disconnected so I I just pause to like sort of let you come back
2: Yeah, no this, uh, oh my goodness Uh, My internet is not working, my hotspot seems to be giving me trouble and now I think there's a thunderstorm coming so anyways like connectivity is bad
3: Uh, It's okay
2: Yeah, yeah, no please continue
3: (laughs) (laughs) But no but yeah I was just saying that uh, so there are the way we look at journalists nowadays is like a Sudhir Chaudhary is called a journalist. I don't think he's a journalist uh, or Barnab Goswami. I don't think he's a journalist either. He's an anchor, right? And what anchors cleverly do is they present you with certain news which they consider news. But it's their opinion on top of it which is not a journalist's job. A journalist's job is not to give opinions, it's just to present facts. So an opinion can be positive or negative, sure. But when you're showing burning pyres, that can neither be positive nor negative. The opinion that derives, so that's the essential difference I see.
2: Speaking of COVID news, is it as bad as what the news says it is, or is it actually like worse or better?
3: I want to I want to hear these guys. What do, what is yeah. your impression of it
1: then? I, I I don't know if it's worse or better, but like like this time, it's I know more people who've got COVID than the first wave. So in my opinion, it's sort of worse than the first wave, but to be honest i haven't opened media i haven't opened i haven't seen any reports i just keep up to date with non covid stuff because keeping up to date with the covid numbers like just overall covid numbers is kind of pointless right now just i just keep track of my city and my they are, again delhi where my grandparents nana and nani live but yeah not really that into covidness
0: yeah um for the i think for the first wave uh, it was you know it was very scary and it was you know just numbers covid numbers you know people getting covid but then now i think it's like definitely worse because now it's become you know names of people i know you know, names of, uh, of people who whom I met with, you know, not a few months back and now they are weak and, you know, they can't speak or, you know, and they are in a really critical state. So, yeah, it's definitely much, much worse.
3: Um, if you're talking about the news, uh, I think it's worse than what the news can show because I, th- I feel like the news can't even keep up anymore. Um, yeah. There are not enough journalists to cover all the stories. I feel like that now, because uh, like we have uh, uh, we have around seven reporters on the ground now, uh, few in Uttar Pradesh, Mumbai, Pune, Bhopal. Um, so all of these people are telling us that there there are so many stories to do on the ground right now because there is distress everywhere they see. Right? You know, like from um, I mean, funeral pyres, of course, is the last step of the distress that that we are seeing, and it's terrible, right? You know, the bodies washing up in Ganga and you know, whatever, and that is extremely disturbing as well to for a uh, journalist to cover. Um, Like, or they go to like houses; every second house has a death in U.P. Then they go to hospitals; there is craziness in hospitals everywhere, they look at bus stops, they look at train stations, they look at like you know so many other places where the effect is seen everywhere, right, you know because of the lockdowns the economic misery is separate, right. So I feel like not enough is being covered actually, I mean if there were more journalists who were doing their jobs and who were going on the ground to, to cover human stories uh, and I'm talking about human stories, I'm not talking about numbers, right? So, these numbers, basically, sure, you can keep track on your phone the case but it's severely undercounted as well. So, to actually show the distress, you have to show the case studies, which is like the, the humans behind those numbers and their stories also matters. So, I feel like Journalists doing these ground reports and uh, jobs. But then again, it's very resource intensive, which means that it also requires a lot of money. There's no incentive for ad funded media to do it at all because we to de uh, It's damn cheap, right? You know, and you can shout at them for two hours, they will say nothing and that's it and you can show like a thousand ads in the middle and that's such a great way to spend money sending reviews and editing and everything no no effort you don't even have to pay the salary for the reporter Like because the reporter will not exist so <laughs> uh, it's unfortunate but i feel like more
1: needs to be done right now <laughs> but something that i really noticed and it was i know i've noticed it kind of right now was when the board exams cancellation came into question last year and this year every news article every news media was publishing about this but it was not a student who was writing the end it was some person at the 40 year old living in his ac office at some news media he works for and that i don't think that that is the way news should be at least Again, it comes back to the whole on the ground question. You should there, there should be more appeal through people on the ground. So if it's related to the board, let's get a student, let's uh, should be done. But I rarely saw one or two cases where this actually happened. And they just put these new put this news out for us without giving us a voice, and that's something that.
2: As I do, I mean, this episode is about consuming the news uh, responsibly and I want to spend some time talking about um, the moment when you do, like genuinely, uh, when the news is too much. What are your coping mechanisms at that point? Meghna, then do you have the luxury <laughs> of taking that break?
3: So um, I'll, I'll let Zara and uh, Kanish go first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I,
0: don't, I don't think it's ever gotten that way me um, but if like um, uh, keep track of the time you no. Know, then the best way to do is just stop you know just just put a stop to it do something else you know just just keep your phone and keep all the news with it and do, do something much more uh, productive than just scrolling through the news
1: um, and I have tried to limit my screen time and through that I sort of tried also I eventually limited my news consumption time too.
3: Digital well-being Are you doing?
1: Yeah, I have Actually, digital well-being. Yeah,
3: exactly. I know. I know all your little tricks now. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, it's it's. Uh, I, I play a lot. I, I I'm I'm an online gamer, so I play Dota Two or you know Borderlands or whatever I can. And uh, I don't have any friends to play with, but I play it anyway with randos. Uh, and <laughs> uh, but uh, the thing is that. Um, I, I've now started a new role for myself personally because I, I realized that this is happening to me as well. Even if it's my job, it gets a little distressing. Um, I, I now shut off all screens after dinner and I don't start it till like 8 in the morning again. Uh, and that is helping uh, in a way because then I read at night or you know whatever right? I, I finished a book already in three days i was like oh i can read fast <laughs> I, mean, like, I haven't read a book in a while and i just realized god damn i read fast and it feels good when you finish a book i miss that feeling
2: <laughs> i i i was stalking you on instagram and uh, i saw that i mean there are there are a few moments that you spend with your dog that really yeah um, yeah
3: I, I actually, I so my dog is helping a lot in lockdown also because I, we take her to the terrace and we play around with her. We're trying to teach her to fetch, um, and that takes a while. So I mean, like, <laughs> it's like we, we, it's nice to have a pet with you because they instantly lift you up, right? You know, like and and, and it's like pure joy and pure love in their faces you can see it and then you're like ah, something at least in within these four walls everything seems okay
2: <laughs> do you do you guys feel guilty if you take a break from the news
1: I feel guilty when i take a little too long screen time breaks hmm. so i, I like I, I try to go for one hour of breaks if i've been working for more than two hours I go, I get, go on the terrace, or I go out and get my camera. Technically, I don't look at the camera screen; I look through the view. You find it's this, is this this third key of what if like some things, like what if you had some idea that you're gonna forget? What if you just get oh. that done in a few minutes? And then another idea that you have? What if you just get that done in a few minutes? So that's something that I feel guilty about.
0: Yeah, Sam, same. same.
3: But why would you? Uh, I I wouldn't say I feel guilty. There is a FOMO moment, of course. So yeah, because no, yeah, go on, Zara.
0: Yeah, there's no guilt. Yeah, there's no guilt. It's just you know, you know the thing you know that you should be updated, that moral thing that you know you should be updated. That's it's
3: it's uh, so. For me, it's a little different because, of course, I'm on a a thousand groups on WhatsApp where there are like a thousand journalists there also. So, they constantly keep talking about this. So, it's like, oh, like you're on WhatsApp and then suddenly you see, oh, so this person said this or this news has happened, something is breaking. So, then you automatically end up going there and doom scrolling. So, the moment a link comes, you spend like 20 minutes on Twitter or 20 minutes on Facebook or whatever else it is or or that news website right you're reading about things um and it's it's really unconscious now where you know you click on it you go there and then you look up and it's already like, like half an hour since you did that right and you forgot what you were supposed to do earlier and it happens a lot to me like and i'm, I'm now trying to notice when this happens to me also i think it's also important being mindful about these things where uh you seem to lose like a giant chunk of time where you're not even aware that you were getting sucked into this whole again the, the vortex news vortex again um and i feel like what kanish is doing is perfect right you know you just do ghante alarm like nah, nah, ho gaya time. now i have to go and take a walk or like you know just not look at a screen for a while unfortunately i can't do that but i mean i'm trying to do that at night in like the the later half
2: of the day at least yeah. i think um, like those were most of my questions but i think we can uh sort of end the podcast with like just i don't know uh, a primer on how to consume the news responsibly and like put that together uh, okay. the three the three of you together
3: um. Um, I think you know that the easiest way to look at this is again what is news I'll come back to that right you know you need need information that is useful to you right now when the information will be useful to you you don't know like it's a little situational according to me like so essentially uh, you will find out about marriage laws only after you get married. Right, and it's completely legitimate to do that. Why would I force myself to know about marriage laws if I'm not married? Right? I'm like, why? So this whole I think we need to get out of this whole mentality of oh, you need to know everything. Like Zara could just say peer pressure. From teacher to know about you need you need to know. I think the only basic thing that Zara needs to know is social distancing, how to wear a mask, uh, what kind of uh, like what kind of symptoms are there for covid, um, what is happening maybe around the neighborhood would be more important than the city, right? Like if she gets the news from a, an RWA WhatsApp group, I feel like that would be more important than getting news from say Delhi about what is going on in the world or whatever else, right? Uh, for Zara, especially, right, and for Kanishk also. If if you know if you're interested in something very specific, out of curiosity, you will gather that information, which you will think will be useful to you, which might or might not be useful to you, but it's okay. You know you're curious, so that's why you got that information. So I think you know the way we approach news has to be like this, where uh, you can either make it useful for you, and when you consume it, you feel like yeah, this can be useful to me say 10 years later or whatever that's fine but uh, do not force yourself or pressurize yourself to knowing everything right you know and do not get shamed into knowing everything also Right? You know, just tell them that listen, it's not useful to me. Why would I know about, you know, whatever Central Vista may kya, ho raha, whatever. Nahi karna hai. Matlab, farak kya hai, right? I mean the adults will handle it or whatever. So like um, it's not useful for you to know that Central Vista mein abhi bhi project shuru hai. 300 people are working there uh, despite lockdown. But it is important for me because I need to call that shit out right right so, like, um, so i guess that is one way to look at it rather than making like a list of these are the sources that you should look at this is the you should look at things that are useful to you and also have this filter in your head to question everything right so even if you're reading something you should question it you should ask this might or might not be true let me find out more so you will look at two, three more sources at least, like, you know, that, you know, is this true? Is this not true? Is this picture anywhere else? Or is this like fake news? Because fake news is just in abundance nowadays. So I think rather than going for so uh, like specific places to look for news, look at the quality of the news. Put this filter in your head to question everything. And also don't pressure yourself in into-
1: and obviously, like this is something that I have learned using in shorts and these is that bite-sized packets of news really help you. So if you do feel that there are some topics that you're really interested to learn more about, but not everything, if I'm interested in stocks and all that, but I don't need to know the, the news report on every company that's introducing its IPO last month. So it's okay to just you consume that bite-sized packet and then again, like just go into the details if you have to.
0: Yeah, and um, I think, firstly, you should, like, you know, um, be sure to follow reputable sources. But then, contradictory to that, uh, like, some um, verified accounts aren't always true, right? And some unverified accounts, they aren't always false either. So, and, yeah, and if something, you know, doesn't sound right, then, you know, you should, like, look it up and um and even if you know even if it does you know just look it up because you want to be an informed person and and if you and if you want to you know expand your knowledge about something and you know you should you have to uh, be smart about the kind of uh, information you consume and then I think you know you should uh, yeah things you should like always you know like read the article before you share it yeah, important
3: know, very important
0: <laughs> yeah because you know you can't be the one you know spreading fake news because then that like, would be you know yeah. like you know a total you know, blasphemy to your opinion yeah um yeah. then yeah i think um
3: don't trust yeah, whatsapp don't, forwards
0: yeah don't trust whatsapp what forwards and not all instagram captions and all instagram posts are true there's yes. a lot of you know all spice mixed up in it and it's not always you know the correct you know the correct genuine information and Mm -hmm. yeah so you should just you know just be careful and like you know I wanted to to ask you Zara
3: on what you said uh, you said reputed sources so how would you find out if it's a reputed source
0: you can like you know see you should like you can't actually find out what's a what's a reputable source you can actually like you know go on a bunch of sources and you can see if they say the same thing Mm. and so you know that you know this is what you're supposed to trust because the majority of it says the same thing and yeah it's just you know you should not just blindly consume news on social media and all because none of it is absolutely a hundred percent genuine even the newspapers there is some sort of a spice mixed in it and it's not a hundred percent
3: Absolutely. Smart kids. That, smart it
0: seems, kids. <laughs> it seems that
2: our Bollywood gene, like, is somehow found its way into news also. Ki usme bhi masala hai. <laughs> but
0: uh,
3: you know, it's very interesting what you said, Siddhika, Because you know, I, I keep telling people that what would you rather watch: a WWE match where half-naked people are beating each other up and throwing each other from the stage all over the place. Or some boring news anchor present what these debate shows are essentially doing is they're doing both now. Essentially, they want a verbal wrestling match happening on TV every night, it's like a reality show. It's like Big Boss house, only about news It's like, same characters Which is like, yaad, Patra ke ek se khade. And That's very interesting, that will become a meme So he also knows this So then every all the news channels will be like, great Woh, jao, boss a viewership mila Woh, ek sa ho, bahut hai uska. So he's like, oh, kal to Sonia ka bhi And then he keeps it So it's literally that It's like bizarre what is happening And yeah. that is not news it's entertainment. Treat it like yeah. that. Yeah. If yeah. your parents are watching it, just tell them that it's entertainment. It's great, but just treat it as entertainment. right? Yeah. And I, I feel like uh, I, I just did a tweet which is like, protect your boomers. Uh, I want to start a movement called uh, protect your boomers which is <laughs> essentially uh, stop them from watching TV news and taking it seriously because it's harming us more than anything else. Uh, so you protect your boomers, guys. Please, also some of your millennials now, because we are also old.
1: <laughs> also, at the same time, you should really follow sources that really voice your demographic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're a student, follow Open Post. Yes, I'm plugging it. <laughs>
2: No, I think I think there's another plug coming in. not go for it.
3: I'm already plugged. I mean, I plug myself and my organization gets plugged also. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it works both ways. No, but uh, I'm from News Laundry. Uh, the one thing that I want to also emphasize on is, uh, I know you guys are young, so I mean, I'm not going to uh, try and explain it in a non-complicated way also. Essentially, you need to look at who is funding the news also. Right? And it's a, an added headache for you to do. reputable sources. you business model But it is important, right? Because uh, the more ad-based news you consume, the more they will try to serve their advertisers, right? So, imagine like it's like a restaurant, right? Where uh, it makes the most amazing tandoori chicken, right? Uh, with like whatever. So. Another restaurant comes up side which makes tandoori chicken but also gives salad on the side. So, now everybody is going to that Uh, and the people who are sitting on the table eating that tandoori chicken are the governments and the business people, right? The The chefs who are making that chicken are the anchors and journalists and whatever management. The chicken is you though. You are the product, right? You are the chicken. Which is being consumed nicely. I did not see that coming, Megman. I did not see that coming.
2: Me, see that coming. <laughs> now
3: that's a plug, guys. That's a plug. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> appreciate. News <laughs> to call
1: cannibalism in one
3: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, don't be a chicken. You know, don't be, don't be that taduri chicken, guys. You know, like don't, don't feed those advertisers. You know, like, just. Tell the chicken to feed the t- chefs directly so that they don't die, I guess. <laughs> you don't need like the customers to call the shots.
0: Yeah.
2: Zara, do you also have something you want to promote?
0: <laughs>
2: Let's have it. Uh, no, not exactly. Kidding, you kidding. Know. <laughs> um, no, but thank you so much, guys, um, for this lovely like conversation. Uh, I think um, Meghna did sort of really like sum it up really well that um, decide what is useful to you decide what is news to you Uh, this is genuinely a tough time and take a break step away if you do uh, feel like that's the best thing to do Um, and i I, and I know actually for sure that this is going to be really really useful to everyone who listens to this podcast Um, so thank you guys Um,
0: thank you yeah yeah, you said if it's something I want to promote, you uh, can go follow my fan page on Instagram.
3: <laughs> you have a fan page?
0: Yeah, I mean, most like people. You do. have a fan page? No, I don't have a fan page. I made a fan page for someone.
3: Oh, you made a fan page for who?
0: A band. It's a band. Which one? One Direction.
2: Of course.
0: Of yeah. course,
3: we love <laughs> One Direction. Wait, art, didn't they slip off the whole radar? I mean, I thought One Direction was not a thing anymore.
0: It is It a was thing. BTS. No, 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 no. Harry Styles is still cute. Yeah, Come no, no, no. On. No one, yeah Harry Styles,
3: yeah, he just of this. I I like One Direction, but I thought it was old now. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. Okay. That's amazing. I will follow your fan page of One Direction <laughs> because not? No, no, no.
0: no, no, no. <laughs> uh,
2: but okay, I'm gonna stop recording. <laughs>
0: okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.